0: Hello, English learners and music lovers. Welcome to Explained in English. My name is Kai, and today I'm going to explain the song Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Bohemian Rhapsody is Queen's 1975 masterpiece. It's a rock opera mix Queen is well known as a rock band, but this song comes from the album A Night at the Opera. So there's kind of an opera theme going on in this album, but we also see some references to opera in the way that the music is sung and in some of the lyrics. This particular song, Bohemian Rhapsody, is about six minutes long which is longer than most songs that have had that level of commercial success. In those six minutes, you hear a lot of different movements in the song, a lot of different parts or flavors to the song, which really change the mood and the feel. So the song is a real treat for the ears, but there's also a lot of really good lyrics We're going to get into those now, and then later I'll share with you a few possible interpretations. The intro of the song begins, Is this the real life? So the writer of the song, Freddie Mercury, he's beginning the song by asking a question. Is this the real life? This, meaning what I'm experiencing, what I'm seeing, or what I'm feeling Is this the real life? Real is connected to the word reality. It means, is it a true life? Is what I'm experiencing the way things really are? Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Fantasy is like the opposite of real. It's made up or imaginary. It's like a visualization in your mind. He's asking, is this real or have I created all of this? Is it fantasy or is it real? Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide. For the word landslide, I want you to think of a mountain. So a landslide is what happens when the earth, all the dirt and soil and rock of a mountain, start falling down. They start crumbling and falling down the side of the mountain. Usually, landslides happen when there's a bad storm. It might be raining a lot, and there's likely strong winds. All this wind and rain create a landslide where pieces of the mountain break away and fall down or slide down the mountain. So he's caught in this landslide. He says, caught in a landslide. Caught comes from the verb catch. And it means that he's stuck. It means that he's in the middle of the landslide. That he can't escape it. Or there's no way to get out of this landslide. He's kind of trapped or caught in the landslide. And he talks about that in the next line. He says, No escape from reality. No escape is another way to say that he can't get away. He can't exit. He can't leave. He is caught in this landslide. You can imagine how you might feel if you were caught in a landslide and the ground below you is moving and everything's changing. So these lines are saying that he almost can't believe what's happening to him. It just doesn't seem real. But in the end, he has to accept it. It is his reality. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide, no escape from reality. Open your eyes, look up to the skies, and see. Open your eyes means look, pay attention. Open is the opposite of close. For example, if you have a book, you can open it and start reading. Here he says, open your eyes. And your eyes are what you use to see and observe things. Open your eyes, look up to the skies, and see. Look up means direct your eyes or direct your attention upward. So you can either look down at your feet and the ground. Or you can look up. And if you are outside and you look up, you'll see the sky. Or here he uses the plural form, skies. We often use the plural form when we talk about the weather. We say clear skies or blue skies or cloudy skies. Open your eyes, look up to the skies, and see. When writers use the phrase, look at the skies, They're almost always saying that something is obvious, that it should be very easy to see. So here's what should be easy to see. He says, I'm just a poor boy. A boy is, of course, a young male or a young man. He says, I'm just a poor boy. A poor boy would be a boy with little or no money. It's like the opposite of a rich boy. Poor can also mean worthy of pity, as in people can look at someone who's poor and feel bad or sorry for them. He says, I'm just a poor boy. Just means that's all I am, or the only thing I am is a poor boy. I'm just a poor boy. I need no sympathy. I need no in the line, I need no sympathy means I don't need sympathy or please don't give me any sympathy because I don't feel like it's necessary. I don't need it. I need no sympathy. If you have sympathy for someone, then you're feeling bad for them. You're kind of pitying them, like we said before. Having sympathy is feeling sorry for someone else's misfortune It's the way you might feel if you see a poor boy or someone in distress. But he says, I need no sympathy. Because I'm easy come, easy go. Little high, little low. Coming and going is like arriving at a place and then leaving the place. First you come, and then later you go. But if a person is easy come, easy go then it means they're kind of relaxed. Anything is acceptable. Being easy come, easy go would mean that almost anything goes. You're not very rigid, and you accept all kinds of different uh, scenarios or situations. Because I'm easy come, easy go. Little high, little low. Here we have another two contrasts. Sometimes he's high or up, or maybe even in a good positive mood, and sometimes he's low or down, in a bad mood or a negative mood. However, nothing too extreme. It's just a little bit high. So not really high, not very high, just a little. A little is a way to say moderately, or not to the extreme. So he's a little high, a little low. Any way the wind blows doesn't really matter to me. Any way the wind blows is an expression which means wherever I'm taken or however life goes, I'll accept it. Any way the wind blows is okay for me. The wind is literally one of the elements and it blows. It makes a sound like outside. Wind can be a representation of the way things naturally change. Wind is like a force that's out of our control. So he says, any way the wind blows, or however it blows, it doesn't matter to me. If something doesn't matter to you, then it's not important. You're okay either way. This line is like saying, whatever comes to me in life, Whatever nature chooses, I'm okay with it. I accept it. It doesn't really matter to me. At this point in the song, the piano comes in, and he starts singing, Mama just killed a man. So it seems like he's writing these lines to his mother, or the woman who gave birth to him. However, even adults sometimes call out to their mother when they're experiencing some kind of very difficult, stressful situation that they don't quite know how to fix on their own. Calling mother in this way would show that you're feeling quite helpless, and so, like a child, you're calling out to mother for help. Mama just killed a man. So it should probably be, I just killed a man, but he left out the word I. He says, Mama just killed a man. Killed is the past tense of the verb kill. And to kill someone is to take someone's life. He caused this man to die. Mama just killed a man, put a gun against his head. So now we know how he killed this man. He killed him with a gun. A gun is a weapon used to kill people. Guns can shoot bullets, and they can either severely wound other people, or in this case, it can cause death. It really just depends on where you aim the gun, where you point the gun. Here he says that he put a gun against his head. The head is the uppermost part of your body. It's the part of your body that has your face. And inside of your head is your brain, which is like the control center of your body. So if you put a gun against someone's head and shoot, then you can kill them. Against, in this case, means touching the person's head. He was pushing the barrel of this gun right into this guy's head or right up against it. Put a gun against his head, pulled my trigger, now he's dead. So, if you want to shoot a bullet out of a gun, you have to pull the trigger. The trigger is the part of the gun that you use to fire the gun. It's like a little switch that when you pull it, you cause the gun to shoot, and then it fires the bullet. Whenever you pull something, you're exerting force in a motion towards you. A good example of this is with a door. Often you have to pull a door in order to open it, or you push it. That would be exerting force away from you. He says, pulled my trigger. So he's taking ownership. He says, it's mine. It's my trigger. Pulled my trigger. Now he's dead. So in the present now, he's dead. He isn't living. And it's really no surprise that this man has died because almost no one survives being shot in the head. The verse continues. Mama, life had just begun. Life meaning his life or his experience in this world. Life had just begun. This is a past tense of the verb to begin. If you say something had begun then you're mentioning it as in a deep past, an event that happened before another event in the past. For example, I could say, I had brushed my teeth before I went to bed. Or, I had done my homework and then I turned it in. So in this example, before he killed this man, his life had just begun. Or at least, he felt like his life had just started, or had just begun. Mama, life had just begun. But now I've gone and thrown it all away. To throw your life away means that you have wasted it. You haven't used it properly. We usually throw away things that we think are unnecessary. For example, trash. We often throw away trash, or garbage, or anything that we don't want or that we don't think we'll need anymore. He says he's thrown it all away. It here means his life or his possibilities, his past dreams. He's thrown it all away. In this line he says, I've gone and thrown it all away. To go and do something is an interesting expression. Usually we say we have gone and done something when we've done something negative or when we've done something without having thought much about the effect or the consequences. For example, imagine that someone you know, a friend or your son or daughter, steals something from a store. They take something without paying for it. And then you find out and you say, now why did you go and do that? Why did you go and steal from that store? So whenever you do something bad without really thinking about the consequences, you can say you've gone and done it. In this example, he went and killed a man, apparently not fully considering the consequences. So he's gone and thrown his life away. He continues. Mama didn't mean to make you cry. Crying is something that people do when they're feeling strong emotions. In this case, probably sadness. So the mother is sad, so she's crying, or literally tears are falling from her eyes. Mama didn't mean to make you cry. If you didn't mean to do something, then it wasn't your intention. So he wasn't trying to make his mom cry, or he didn't want to make his mother cry. So what you mean to do is closely connected to your intention, or what you want the result to be. Maybe he meant to make his mother happy, but instead, he made her cry. If you make someone cry, then you are the cause of their crying. You are the reason why they're crying. Mama, didn't mean to make you cry. If I'm not back again, this time tomorrow. Carry on, carry on. To be back means to return. For example, if you leave your house and you go to the store, you buy some food, later on, you go back, you return. And to be back again just means another time. He's emphasizing the meaning of leaving and then going back. If I'm not back again this time tomorrow. So he's leaving at a particular time. And he's telling his mom that if or in the case that he's not back at the same time, the next day, or tomorrow, then... She should carry on. He's giving a condition here. He says, if. If I'm not back, then he wants her to carry on. He wants her to keep living, to not stop enjoying life. Just carry on with your life. Continue. Carry on. Carry on. As if nothing really matters. As if means like. So carry on like nothing really matters. As I mentioned before, if something matters, then it has meaning to you. It's important or influential. For example, some things that matter to me. Clean water matters. Or having healthy food matters. Without uh, clean water and some healthy food, you can't live for very long. So those things matter. He's asking his mother to carry on. As if nothing really matters. Nothing means no thing. So, no person, no place, no event. Nothing matters. None of it matters. The verse continues Too late, my time has come. Too late means there's no more time. Imagine that you wanted to call some business, but it's evening, and it's getting dark outside, and now it's too late. The business has closed. You can't call anymore because the time has passed. It's too late. He says, it's too late. My time has come. My time has come means it's my turn. It's my moment. My turn has arrived. You can imagine that you're waiting in line at some office, maybe at the bank or at the hospital and you have to wait. You wait and then they call your name and your time has come, it's your turn. Too late, my time has come. Sends shivers down my spine. So he knows that it's his turn now and because it's his turn, this sends shivers down his spine. Your spine is your back. It's the part of your body which has the vertebral column, also known as the spinal cord. Knowing that his time has come sends shivers down his spine. Shivers are a sensation. We often shiver when we feel cold, when the temperature is very low outside. So shivering is kind of like a mild shaking of your body. Shivers can also happen when you feel scared, or when you feel a little bit fearful of something. These shivers are going down his spine. Your spine stretches from your neck all the way down your back. So you can think of this shiver starting at the top, near his head and his neck, and then moving down his spine, shivering like a wave. Sends shivers down my spine. Bodies aching all the time. Your body is, of course, your flesh and your bones. It's every single part of this physical organism that we live inside. From your head to your neck, torso, arms, legs, and feet. That's your body. He says his body's aching all the time. If your body is aching then your body is hurting. It's in some kind of pain. You don't feel well. To me, an ache is kind of like a pain that's like just kind of ebbing and flowing in intensity and kind of waves in and out. He says his body is aching all the time. That means it's always aching. This ache and pain is never going away. It's always there. The next line goes goodbye everybody I've got to go when you're leaving somewhere you say goodbye it's like saying see you around see you later or farewell there's lots of ways to say goodbye to people so he says goodbye everybody so everyone he knows to all the people goodbye everybody I've got to go If you've got to do something, then you have to do it. You must do it. It's like a necessity for you. But in English, we often use the word got, as in, I've got to do this, or even more informal, I've gotta, I've gotta do this. So he has to go. That means he has to leave where he is, or he has to continue moving. Goodbye, everybody. I've got to go. Gotta leave you all behind and face the truth. So here's another thing he's got to do or he's gotta do. He's gotta leave us behind. That means that when he goes, we are not going with him. He's not going to take us with him. For example, imagine that you're leaving your house and you don't take your coat. So you leave your coat behind. You leave it at the house. In a more figurative example, you could leave your worries behind you. That would mean you stop worrying. You continue living your life without stressful thoughts. You don't take them with you. You leave them behind. He says, gotta leave you all behind and face the truth. Anytime you face something, you're looking straight at it. You turn your body and your eyes directly towards it. So when we literally look at something, we're facing it. What it means here, though, is that he's facing the truth. That means that he's not running. He's confronting the reality. He's seeing the situation and dealing with it fully. Facing the truth is accepting the real situation, not running from it but dealing with it directly. In the final part of this section, he sings mama, and then while he's singing, ooh, you can hear any way the wind blows in the background, which we talked about earlier. It's like a reminder of his previous thoughts that he's okay with life, however it goes, wherever it takes him, whatever comes his way doesn't matter. But yet we still see some struggle accepting that fate, that destiny. He says, Mama, I don't want to die. To die, of course, means to pass away, to no longer live. When your heart stops beating and your lungs stop breathing, you die. He says, I don't want to die. Wanna is short for want to. It's a very informal way to say that, but you hear it a lot in music. So he says, I don't want to die, or I don't wanna die. It means that it isn't something that he hopes for. It's not something that he wishes for. It's not a desire of his to die. He doesn't wanna die. I don't wanna die. I sometimes wish I'd never been born at all. So here's what he does want, what he does wish for. He says, I wish I'd never been born at all. To be born is to come into this world. It's to start your life. We are all born into this world as babies. So he wishes he had never been born, that his birth didn't ever happen. Saying you don't want something at all means you don't want any part of it. You want nothing to do with it, nothing at all. This phrase shows that he feels a lot of sadness, a lot of pain, maybe even some guilt. He thinks his life wasn't worth living. Well, sometimes. He doesn't always feel this way. He says, sometimes I wish I'd never been born at all. And then we hear an excellent little guitar solo before we jump into the opera portion of this song, which I will talk about in detail along with the rest of this song and, of course, some interpretations in part two of Bohemian Rhapsody. See you there. Bye-bye for now. Pronunciation Practice In this section, repeat after me, visualizing the meaning of each line as you say it. Let's begin. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide? No escape from reality. Open your eyes, look up to the skies and see. I'm just a poor boy, I need no sympathy, because I'm easy come, easy go. Little high, little low Any way the wind blows Doesn't really matter to me To me Mama just killed a man Put a gun against his head Pulled my trigger, now he's dead. Mama, life had just begun. But now I've gone and thrown it all away. Mama didn't mean to make you cry. If I'm not back again, this time, tomorrow. Carry on, carry on. As if nothing really matters. Too late, my time has come. Send shivers down my spine. Body's aching all the time. Goodbye, everybody. I've got to go. Gotta leave you all behind and face the truth. Mama, I don't want to die. I sometimes wish I'd never been born at all.